everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, for the first time in the podcast studio, we're joined by a guest, today's Devo writer, Robbie Rice. Hello. That's him. And I am so glad Robbie's here with us today because part of the heart behind Join the Journey is that we're able to make a big place, Watermark Community Church here in Dallas, feel small by introducing members of our church body to each other through Join the Journey. And if you don't live in Dallas or don't go to Watermark, you might have noticed that if you go to jointhejourney.com to see today's Devo and scroll to the bottom of the page, you can read a little bit about the member of our body who wrote each day's devotional. And today— You'd meet Robbie. And Robbie, I actually, I don't know the answer to this question. How long have you and your family been at Watermark? My wife and I have been here the whole time. The whole time. Uh, yeah, since the beginning. We were doing college ministry at the beginning and then moved into community no in way. 2007. And you have kids? have three kids, two girls. Well, one just graduated from college this weekend and uh, another one at Oklahoma State and then a boy that's a senior in high school. So That's awesome. Two girls and a boy. That's awesome. So now you're here on the community team. And I actually, before I was doing Join the Journey, was working on the connecting team with community and membership and community groups. And when I saw your name, Robbie, on the schedule for Matthew 11, I was really excited because I remember when I was in the connecting community team meetings, we read Gentle and Lowly, the book, as a team together. And you led that discussion and shared some great insights about what God was teaching you through His Word and specifically in Matthew 11. And so I would love it if you'd share some of those with our with our listeners today. Yeah, that was great. That I would say that book has probably impacted my life as much as any book besides the Bible in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years. So wow. I love how Ortland points out that uh, in, in all of the Gospels, out of the 89 chapters of, of the four Gospels, only one place does Jesus himself talk to us about his heart. And so uh, him in his own words. So we learn a lot in the Gospels about, you know, genealogy, history, Old Testament prophecies being fulfilled, his arrest, his sentence to death, his resurrection. But only one place do we hear Jesus open up about his own heart. Mm. And uh, he says in, in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And I love how Ortland points out in that book that a person's heart is what animates him. Hmm. It is the very core of who they are. And so Jesus is trying to help his followers understand uh, that at the deepest recesses of his being, what we find are those two words, gentle and lowly. And uh, I don't know about you, I can speak for me. Uh, my natural instinct, I think most of us just as fallen creatures, is not to believe that God is gentle and lowly. Oh, yeah. Our default is perhaps that he's, he's exacting, he's mean, he's gavel swinging, he's angry. Mm-hmm. Um, that we, you even see it in the garden, the fearfulness of this God and, and that, and they wanted to avoid him. Adam and Eve wanted to avoid him. And I think that's in our fallen nature. And so I think the Bible is one long attempt to deconstruct our natural vision of who God is and to correct it. 
And so the Christian life, I think, is, is really letting go, and we talked about this as a team as we were journeying through the book, just letting go of our false views of God hmm. and taking him at his word, mm-hmm. not ours. In fact, I remember when I first started walking with the Lord about 30 years ago, um, that was one of the biggest things was that I began to believe God uh, was who he said he was. And, and just as importantly for me, I, be, I began to believe about myself what God said was true of me. And so I think growing to, to Christian maturity is a process of letting go of those false assumptions about God and letting God speak for himself. And he is trying to get through our thick heads that he actually loves us. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of times when I get into community groups and jump into the living rooms and just encourage folks, I, I, I kind of do a, a illustration. I don't know if it'd work on a podcast, but I hold up both fists. I hold mm-hmm. one fist higher than the other. And I say, the, the high fist, I, I, I point out, I say, this is who God is in all his being, in all of his essence. This is him. And then the lower fist down here, I move. I say, this is our image of God. This image that we have of God is informed by our upbringing. It's it's informed by our personality, our disposition, our the way we were parented, the environment we grew up in, uh, all of that. Our hurts, habits, hangups, mm-hmm. our scars, our wounds, uh, and this image of God. This lower fist here. This is the God we relate to. This is the God we're praying to. This is the God we're hearing from. But you know, and then I point out the fact that these are not the same thing. You know, this higher fist is who God is, and, and we're down here. And so part of our job as believers together is to help each other move toward the reality of God and His love for us. I think you're right, Robbie. I think my lower fist or the, the incorrect view of God that I'm tempted to believe is that God is a teacher, but not in the sense of a teacher who simply helps me learn things, but a teacher who's tallying up my grade. How am I performing? What am I getting wrong? And my ditch that my community group has actually helped me identify is that I will believe this lie that in order to be used by God, I have to do enough things to make a good enough grade that he would want to use me. And the beautiful part about Matthew 11 is that he's gentle and lowly. Like he's accessible to the person who's gotten a lot of bad marks, but he's gentle and that he meets them with compassion. And I love, I, I really do love the the way you painted that picture, because for all of us, that lower fist might have different words behind it and in the ways we're tempted to incorrectly view God, but we can be grounded in this passage, in this truth. Yeah, that's that's the whole deal. So I think that's our high calling in life is, is to believe God is who he says he is and to help each other mm-hmm. to, to understand and, and uh, get our arms around just a little bit more how much he loves us, this, this indescribable God and this, his incredible love for us, and to help each other see him more clearly and, and to grow in our comprehension of the, of the height and width and depth and breadth of his love for us. And um, so, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's the goal. That's the goal. And that's why I'm so glad we're on this journey together. Every day when we end this podcast, I'll say, hey, I'm so glad we're on this journey together. And that really is the heart, that we're not sitting here just to learn things about the Bible for the sake of learning them, but to correct the things about God that we're believing incorrectly, but to help each other. Like, we don't have to do it alone. So I'm so glad we're on this journey together. 
Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.